Hello, everybody. Hello, Welcome to- raw doggies. Welcome to Conscious Girls Drink Champagne. I am Alicia. And I'm Cassie. Hurrah! <laughs> Why don't I do the podcast standing up more often? Like, no. I feel like I do this little dance move when I'm at the desk, but I like now I can really express it. Very free. Cassie's in her kitchen today. She decided to podcast and dance at the same time. <laughs> really? Just an extra bonus for those who are watching it on YouTube. Uh, uh. Because we definitely don't have a YouTube channel. No, but if we did. But if we did. It would be so perfect for that. <laughs> it <really> would. <laughs> Speaking of dance, how was your recital? Oh my God. Thank you for asking. Is that what you were going to say? Oh my God. But I have more, but that was one of them. Yeah. Wow. 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 Okay. So recital was amazing. And okay. So the backstory of that was that Thank you. I, yeah. I grew up dancing and then I didn't go for the dance team in college because all these various issues, but one being, I was like, I want to be spend time with my boyfriend and then didn't go for it. Like had this like difficult relationship with it. Cause I like it, but I don't think I'm good enough. Blah, blah, blah. Did it off and on. And then finally, like maybe five or six years ago, I want to say I like started going to college classes, got cast in two different dances for the show, dress rehearsal, do this little jumpy guy, snap some tendon in my leg during dress rehearsal and couldn't be in the dance. Dude. What? Random, random side note. There was a fight the other night. What's that guy's name? McGregor or something or other. Yeah. Did you see him roll his ankle? No, but I, I just like saw people reacting to it. So I didn't know what happened. Oh my goodness. Like, I was basically McGregor. It sounds like you. It, yeah. Essentially you McGregored yourself because he just like steps back like this, like a real simple thing, but he steps back on his ankle. His foot is on the other side. It's the scariest thing I've ever seen. And that's what you did. Oh, totally. And I remember yeah. and it was kind of like a spite jump too. So like, there's this part where we do this little jump and the teacher had always said, she like corrected me or something before. And like, I was like, you need to jump higher or whatever she said to me. And I'm like, bitch, I'm like a 30 year old doing this with like, <laughs> you should be thankful I'm leaving the floor at all. But anyways, I think she always had it out for me, whatever. Just so then I like, I was like, I'm getting- oh, okay. We could totally dive into that, that you thought she had it out for you. Oh, there's something in there. Oh, show. Oh yeah. We can do it if you want, but right, right. yeah, snapped the ankle was in a boot Jesus. for whatever. And then hadn't been in dance for, for whatever. So then I moved back here, started getting back involved with the dance studio, signed up for the adult tap class this last year and COVID and everything was crazy, but we were able to like still do it via zoom and outside and inside and your mom's out house and my house. And <laughs> house. It's like so ridiculous, but we made it. And then we had a show. We couldn't have it at normal theater because of COVID still, but whatever. And so all during dress rehearsals, all I told myself was just like, just don't hurt yourself. That was like really my goal. Right. Yeah. Like, this is my advice. Don't, don't die and I'll be fine. Right. Yeah. Basically like I took it from like, oh, do the best job ever, Alicia. Like just nail it. Like why I would normally tell myself and was just like, 
just don't hurt yourself. And that really right. helps. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Oh my and gosh. Amazing. It went really, really well. Like we had six different shows. I had my sister-in-law and Samantha came to one, which was really cute. And then my parents came to one and then my boyfriend came to the last one, which was my, I'm sorry. Did you just say my boyfriend? Yeah, he came. It was very sweet. Okay. (laughs) So, and like, I was like, better, you better get there on time. Cause like, there's this long line and all this stuff. And like, I want to make sure you get a spot. And he was there super early. And then like, it was a really good show. The one he came to was like, all of the really heavy hitter dancers or whatever. I mean, they all were good, but um, it was the last one. So like, you know. So everybody really brought it, right? Yeah. And then we yeah. went to dinner and yeah. And I just, I remembered being like, I was more nervous for the shows that like I had people in that knew me, of course. But it was interesting, like the feeling that I would get before I went on stage for those particular ones like I haven't felt that like a live feeling in like so long we're like, okay. So my, my cousin, we lived together for a while last year, as you know, and yeah. he's a big rugby guy and he would always be like, God, I wish I could like be that excited about something. Like when they score and they run around in their field, they're like, yeah, yeah. No. seriously. And we used to joke like, yeah, that's the same. Like when we're at work and we send an email, and so I'm like yeah I don't know what we could get that pumped about but it's like like that feeling would be like before I went on stage I was like oh I didn't even know I was capable of producing this feeling anymore yeah it was really fun oh my gosh okay so then I got I have like a lot of follow-up questions okay okay could you describe that feeling a little bit more it kind of, it's like a nerve ending, but also like a rush, you know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah. oh, like anything could happen soon. Mm, yeah. You know, like, I don't know, yeah. like I could go out there and like my mind could theoretically go blank and I just stand there for two and a half minutes. We don't know. <laughs> I like, mean, it's a possibility. Yeah. It's a, it's a small likelihood, but totally it's a possibility. That's the idea of like, you know, live theater where it's like anything can happen. Like the music could cut out. That happened once during somebody's dance where it's like, and you just have to figure it out. So there's like kind kind of that rush or like if someone else forgets their part, you have to kind of adjust because they might be in your way. And it's like, oh, well, I guess you're here now. So we'll do do something else. Right. So there's like that fun of it where it's like anything could happen, I think, which is. Yeah, there's, I think. I was just talking about this with one of our coworkers at Productive Learning um, about like, what is happiness? What is joy? What's pleasure? Like, what are, what, what is that? And it's so interesting because I can feel myself like want to say that happiness and joy is like being at peace or at ease, but I don't think so. I think it's actually being in, in face of like a risk or a challenge that I believe I can handle. Like, when I believe I can handle this challenge, like I've practiced, I've thought about it, I've exercised it in my mind and now it's go time. I think there's like a rush. It doesn't even matter if you're a performer. It doesn't matter if you're like giving a presentation or if this is something in your marriage. Like I've thought about this conversation. I'm scared about having this conversation, but I feel like I can handle this challenge. Totally. There's like 
so much joy in that, right? Not only in the act of doing it, but in the follow-up from that, like, Mm. like that feeling that you had before the show, how was it after the show? Um, it was different. Like the nerves were gone, but the hype was still there. Right. Right. The nerves are gone. Yeah. So it's like the edge is off a little bit. Yeah. Right. The adrenaline is like super high. Like I super think- high when you go in. Yeah. Yeah. And right? I think afterwards, like it was a bit of a come down. So after it was three days and the last show, I was like pretty emotional. Like it was weird, not weird, like just unexpected, I guess, which is mm-hmm. kind of not, not, I don't right. know. It doesn't make sense because it kind of should have been expected. But like for me, it's just such a full circle moment. But how emotional probably was unexpected. Yeah. Right? And like <laughs> for. <laughs> My boy River and I'm sitting there at dinner and I'm like, <laughs> like all teary eyed, like, you don't know, like what this means to me. And like, <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> and he's like, I thought you were happy. I'm like, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Total, that's what I mean. It's like a different kind of happiness. Yeah. Like it's not sitting on the beach. Like, I don't know. I always think of when somebody's like, what's bliss or what's joy. It's like sing on a beach with a cocktail, nothing to do, whatever. It's like, that's happy for like a couple of minutes, maybe, or like when you're super stressed, that feels like a nice thing to do. Yeah. But I don't think that's true joy. I don't think that's happiness. No. You have to be engaged in something. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm seriously like almost posing this as a question. Like, hey, Rod doggies, write to us. Tell us what you think. What is joy? Like, where is true joy? Like, where is happiness? Right? Like, is it on a beach sipping a cocktail okay but for how long you know what I mean like or is it something I don't know I'm just curious about it so that's what I'm hearing and what you're talking about it's like even though you're crying and you're talking about like there's meaning there's meaning behind what you're doing right there's like a bigger purpose yeah no I totally am with you so no, it was really good. And I'm glad nothing went wrong because it was like, oh my God, just please don't hurt yourself. But I did catch myself. Like, I think we talked about this. Or I was like, I was hesitant to invite people. And I was talking yeah. about like with one of my, whatever girls in my dance class, she was like, oh, are you kidding me? I invited like everyone I know. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this is like so foreign to me. I was like, oh my gosh. What? Yeah. Did you talk to her about that? Like, I don't know how well you know her, but like, we just kind of started like talking, but yeah, it was really interesting. Like I, she was only like maybe a year or two younger than me, but like, we're in such different places in our lives. It was funny. She's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm still going to school. I'm like trying to figure my shit out. And I was like, I don't know. I'll take a top class. You know, like she was very much like, whatever. Like, I don't think she had the emotional weight that I did on it. Right. See, that's when I meet somebody who is like, so, I don't know, nonchalant about something that's a big deal for me. I'm always like, how do you see this? You know what I mean? Like what, like what goes on for you that this is possible for you to handle that the way you just did or whatever. Right. Like, it's just so, such an interesting thing because I'm like you, right. There's like, how many people like of my friends and family that have done workshops is like, I think like you, <laughs> yeah. 
And I think maybe one or two other people Mm -hmm. really, but like, I mean, and when I say that, I mean like on a consistent basis, right. I've had some people like come and try a beyond reasons or something, but like, I never asked them to come back. Right. Right. Never. Like do this with me, you know, like, Mm. no way, no way. I know it's scary. It's too risky. I love it so much. What if you don't love it? And then I have to try to love something and love you at the same time. <laughs> you don't love yeah. what I love. Well, I don't know. It just makes me feel nervous. Of course. Well, it's also like uh, you feel like responsible for their time too, where it's like, oh, and if they don't like it, then I'm going to take it personally about like the thing that they don't like as like a personal topic. Right. Like, it's their experience. Right. Actually, I mean, it's so funny because as you're talking about this, I'm like, actually, it'd be really helpful if they didn't like it because I can learn from that. And blah, 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 you know what I mean? Like, but that's just what my mind says when it comes to actually inviting somebody and doing that. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. It's cool. What's going on with you? Oh my gosh. Hold on. We're not even close to done with that. That I feel like. I don't know. You gave the background, which I think is really important in terms of what that, like to do that recital. But I think there's like, I don't know. I think there's more to it than just the logistics of getting to the recital. Like you, and first of all, you invited people. Yeah. Right. You posted about it on social media. You shared it. Uh Right. You talked about it on this podcast. Yeah. Whereas what I, what I remember, and I don't know, Alicia, I might be making this up, but when you were in, in the recital, when you were living in Southern California and you rolled your ankle, uh-huh. I feel like you did not talk about that open and willingly. And I do not know if you invited anybody other than like me and my husband, because I basically forced you to invite us. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> At least that's how I remember it. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a long time ago, but what did come up when you were talking about that was, yeah, I, I do remember though, because the thing that I do remember was that I invited my parents to come and they didn't, they weren't planning on it. Mm -hmm. And that's because it was in Southern California. I guess I don't know whatever their reasoning was whatever their reasoning was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and so that okay. was like pretty hurtful and so like for this time I was like my mom was pretty like adamant about that she was gonna come and like they both ended up coming but it was like you know I, I don't want to go through that pain of like inviting someone I really care about and then not coming again that just sounds awful mm. so that's partially yeah, did you know they weren't coming before you rolled your ankle? Oh yeah. Cause that was like the day before. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Is there a connection there? I don't know. Like that's kind of, that's kind of remarkable to me. Well, for that doesn't my- feel unremarkable. Like, were you at, like, how was your headspace? You know, like I didn't know that part of the story. I didn't think I knew that part of the story. Yeah, probably not. Um, I mean, I think my headspace was all over the place. That was like in the middle of like, I think the divorce had either been filed or was in the process of being filed or something. So like, 
I wasn't, I was living in my apartment. Like it was very like transitional for me. And like, I wasn't at my job anymore. Like, you know, it was a very emotional time. And I think one of the, I was on the, my way to one of the rehearsals. I want to say, Ooh, this is interesting. And on my way there, my ex called me and told me he had skin cancer. And I was like, what in the actual fuck is happening right now? Like there were so many things around that like time that were just like, you know, it's like major bombs going off felt like. So totally. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. That is crazy. That, I mean, yeah, it's, it's not an apples to apples situation when you think about everything that was going on for you at that time. Like but there, it, but I do want to underline that you, I don't know, it, fe- it feels different to me. Like as somebody who was there when you did the recital, when you were living in Southern California and how you had talked about it before versus how you talked about it before mm-hmm. this time. And yeah. I get it. It's not apples to apples. We can't, there was so much going on for you at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just feels like you are, this is the way I would say it, Alicia. It feels like you enjoy being you Mm. in a way that I don't feel like I heard the last time you did it. Like, this is me and I like me. (laughs) Yeah, no, I definitely feel more like just, like where I'm supposed to be, you know, like just so much has changed, but at the same, like it's, it's the dance show I grew up going to like my teacher who's teaching us taught me as a four-year-old. So, so yeah. So, and like, I have moments, like I will, t- I've teared up in class before. Cause she'll say something and I'm like, oh my God, I've heard this a million times. And it's like, I'm back 10 years old. It's really fucking weird. And it's like, luckily she's an amazing human. So it's like good things that she put into my life. But I didn't realize the impact that like, not just her, but like dance and all of that, like kids start there like shy sometimes, like, you know, and so many kids learn confidence through this process and like learn how to express themselves. That's like so crazy to me. And you see it, like I've been there Right. a little bit over two years now and I see these kids grow and it's like that was me that was my little doofus self <laughs> <laughs> I mean <laughs> I like okay if we subtract the doofus comment right um there was a I don't know. I I know that I know for sure I'm projecting at this point. So I'm just going to recognize that, you know, Mm -hmm. um, um, uh, there is, I believe this to be true. And it's really interesting just watching grace right now. Like she's starting to, she crawls and she's starting to like take steps and stuff. And it's like Mm -hmm. so crazy. Right. But watching her explore her world, and she's not doing it for anybody and she's not doing it because she thinks she should you know what I mean like there's no concept of 
what she ought to be doing right now. She's literally doing whatever she feels like doing when she wants to do it. Yeah, that's cool. And it's like the most remarkable thing to watch a human being free of, she doesn't care if I'm judging her or if somebody thinks she shouldn't do it that way. Like there's not, there's no, there's no narrative like that. Right. And I just, when I'm listening to your story, Alicia, it just feels like when you said that was me learning confidence, it's like confidence about being me. Right. Like, Mm. it's like, 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 Somewhere along the line, I lost touch with, with the aspect of myself that just engaged in the world because I just liked it. I just wanted to. And there was no, like before all the, like I oughta and I should, and I'll make them happy or I'll make them unhappy or whatever, you know, like all that Mm. perception, Mm -hmm. there was just a joy for doing for the sake of like, I'm here, watch this. You know what I mean? Like I can like grace does this thing a lot where she's hitting a table and yeah. like the look on her face is like, Whoa, like, she's like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, and she doesn't care how much she does that. Like, that's another thing. Like you were just talking about, God, what was it? Was it before we got on the podcast or was it while we were on the podcast? And I don't remember, but, um, um, like, the uh dang was it I don't remember if it was before or after so if if this is new to you rod doggies it's new to you but um uh like she doesn't care how she looks she doesn't care about how like if she's in pain if that hurts like it it was the goal comment that you made was that oh yeah Okay. 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 So I am referencing something that we heard already. Okay. So yeah, like where, um, you have that kind of excitement, right? Like she so enjoy, it doesn't matter if it hurts her hand when she does it, because it's like the coolest thing. And she's not going (laughs) to stop. You know what I mean? And so like, I think that what, I mean, again, like I said, I'm projecting, but I think when you say like these kids build confidence, it's like they build confidence in that aspect of themselves. They're like building confidence in the part of them that just likes to move or whatever. And that's what I hear from you is that somewhere along the way you lost that, like it became scary to share that with people. Mm. Yeah, yeah, probably. Right, or it wasn't okay to share that unbridled joy, that unbridled like excitement, that go rugby player you can't touch this you know what I mean whatever and right but but you got connected to that again and it just feels so raw without all the stuff on top of it yeah I think too what's interesting is that like you know there were times in my life (laughs) in everyone's life but particularly for me around this where it's like you know, I was made fun of for certain things in my life, which is like, okay, yes, if we all have been, but like tap is one of those things that's like, can be easily made fun of. Cause it's kind of like the nerdy dance or could be considered the nerdy dance, but it's also super fucking cool in my mind. So like, it's this weird thing where it's like, oh, like, I think I kind of probably like tapped that down, tamped that down or whatever. Um, but over the last 
couple of years or whatever, I'm like, you know what? No, it's really cool. And so like, yeah. yeah, Or like I got to the point even where like, I had it in like my dating app profiles where I was like, I'm a tap dancing fool or whatever I wrote. I don't remember, but like, it actually helped me build that. Like people would be like, Oh, that's cool. Like, you don't hear that a lot. You know what I mean? Like, and it got to the point where I was like, Oh, like maybe this is interesting. Like, cause it is something unique and it is something I like to do. And if someone doesn't like it, then cool, but whatever. And, um, what was I going to say about that? Oh, and we did this video for, um, work where the marketing department did like a meet the marketing team. Cause we have so many new people and like oh. everybody did a little snippet of themselves and you did like your work, like, here's what I do, blah, blah, blah. And then you could add like a personal thing. And I like, I showed my house and then like I showed Roxy and then I did a little tap dance, like do, 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 or whatever I did. And it was in the video and sent it to everyone in the company. And so many people have been like, wow, I didn't know you could tap dance. That's so cool. <laughs> oh my God. Did you have like tap shoes on? And yeah. Stuff? Like. Yeah. Oh my God. You're so cool. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? I've never heard that tap is nerdy. Is that like an, it, like you have to be in the dance world to think that, or. I don't know if you have to be in the tap world. I don't know. I just, maybe that's my experience of it. It's just one of those like dying arts that like, not dying, mm. it's, you know, declined massively because other forms of dance have been like the cool ones, like modern is cool, you know, like the, the mm. hip one. so taps kind of more the like you have to take tap because it's foundational so it look it people think of it as like I gotta do it it's old school or whatever like my grandma did tap or something totally yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay 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 yeah. okay yeah yeah I hear that yeah I think tap's cool personally I mean to be able to move your feet in that kind of like rhythmic almost like a song. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. I can't do it. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that's so cool. Oh my gosh. So is there a recording of your, um, of your show? Yeah, actually we're supposed to get the video soon. I don't know when we're getting it, but (laughs) I want it. I want it. I want it. Can you put it on social media? Can you put it on our country school drink champagne? Instagram. I don't know. Put we'll, it on the Instagram. We'll see. I will preface. I would. I told everyone. I'm like, I can't. Our costumes were like, fifties oh. poodle skirts. I'm so glad you brought this up. That's the part I was not into. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna just lay some truth down on you right now. Mm. I wish I was more social media savvy. Do you have? You didn't post the picture, did you? No, it was on my story. It was on your story anyway. Oh, you know what? I think I screenshotted it. I you did. bitch. <laughs> nope. Because when I saw this picture, okay, it was on Alicia's Instagram story. Hold on, let me pull it up because oh, I need Lord, to look I'm... at it again. I need to look at it again. Oh my God. Where is it? Where is it? Oh wait, don't I have a folder of screenshots somewhere? I look this up I don't anyway I'm gonna find it because I did screenshot it because I was gonna do a story on conscious girl drink champagne Instagram about how I felt when I looked at this picture because it's like I even wrote to you I wrote to you I said this is you like I feel like I'm finally seeing you this is you 
Oh, for sure. That's cute. I know it did make me cry. Your message did make me cry. You said something like, I'm crying, Alicia, blah, blah. And then I cried and I was like, oh my God. Cause I was, I was crying. I cried. I wanted to do, I wanted, that's why I was like, I have to screenshot this because I need to look at it again and feel this feeling to feel <laughs> this. No, for real. This like, oh, here it is. Where is it? No, I didn't save it. <gasps> Can you just send it to me, Alicia? I know you have a copy of it. Uh, yeah, I'll sign it. Send it to me. Send it to me so that I can so that I can I can post this because the feelings that I felt when I looked at it were it's it is it's such a moving picture, you guys. Okay, Brad Dog use you have to listen to this, okay? I'm telling you, I'm gonna post this picture on our social media and I'm gonna share the experience of what I feel looking at it. It's pure joy. Here it is. Oh my God. Actually, maybe. <gasps> you're so crazy. Okay. You're like not excited about the costume. I'm looking at the. Oh my God. Alicia. <laughs> what? Oh. oh, the look on your face. <laughs> this is the fucking best. okay so I'm gonna post this picture and I'm gonna do it right I'm gonna do it right on our social media because because this is this is pure joy in form you guys this is what bliss looks like this is this is when somebody is living their purpose this is what it looks like oh my god I swear that's what I see when I look at this oh what do you see when you look at it I want to know what you see um I just see like fun. I feel like I'm having fun. That's what I see. Okay. So I'm going to contrast like, cause I hear you. I totally get that. It does. It looks like you're having fun, right? Yeah. But there's a certain kind of fun that you're having, right? Like if we could put this next to, for example, this picture. <laughs> That's cute. It's a picture of Alicia and Grace sticking their tongues out at each other. It's very cute. I'm gonna post. I'm gonna post this picture. There's a different. There's a different kind of fun. Look on that face. I don't know. True. 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 Yeah, it's like a. It's like a. This is like my moment. Feelings. Okay. Right. This yeah. is my moment. Yeah. Is that at the end of the dance? Like you had already done the whole dance? No, I'm tr I actually was trying to remember when this was because somebody's facing the back. So I don't exactly know. It's not at the end though. I know that. Okay. Yeah. Because they took like a bajillion photos. So like there's all these random ones that are like really not that cute. And that was the best one. <laughs> Totally. Okay. Well, I cried when I saw this picture and I'm going to post it and I want everybody to talk about it. I want everybody to talk about it. I want everybody to talk about how they feel when they look at this picture. And I also want them to think about when they have felt that way in themselves. Cause that's what I looked at in myself was I was like, God, when, when have I felt that kind of like purposeful, fun in the flow, in my element feeling. Aww. 
That's cool. I didn't know it caused you to think about it. Oh, of course. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. I want to frame that picture, Alicia. <laughs> Not just because I love you and I think you're cute. Of course. <laughs> okay. Now I get it. I was like, why is she so obsessed with this picture? <laughs> yeah. Because it's, because it's somebody in their space doing their thing. Okay. So I'm going to reference. There's a great Ted talk by Elizabeth Gilbert about the creative genius. Have you listened to this one, Alicia? Okay. Okay. Party people, everybody go to YouTube. Okay. And look up Elizabeth Gilbert's Ted talk on the creative genius. And she talks about flamenco dancers in Spain and they're in this dance. And she says that typically there's a moment when people start to go, they start to chant, ole, 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 ole. And this is connected back to when, um, uh, I can't remember the other kind of dance, but people would see essentially like these dancers transcend themselves. Like now it's not just two humans dancing. It's like God itself has filtered itself into these bodies and is moving them in a way that isn't human. And people could like recognize this moment and they would start to chant Allah, Allah, Allah. Cause they're like, this is God, 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 God. Like you've, the human aspect of you is on the side cause humans can't do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's transcendent. That's God. Mm. Allah, Allah, Allah. And that's what this ole, ole, ole thing is because it's like, oh my gosh, I just saw, I just saw the human in you leave and only the divine is present right mm. now. Interesting. Right. Cause her whole point is that the creative genius is not something that I have. It's something that comes and visits me. Ideas have lives of their own and they come to me to be birthed into existence. And so it's this relationship with something external to me. It's not me. If I think it's me, I could get a big ass ego and think that I'm like hot as shit all day. Right. But if I think it isn't me and I attribute my creative genius to a relationship with something bigger than me, that's what I see when I look at your picture is I'm like, dude, Alicia has disconnected from herself and is connected to something divine and it's here in this picture right now like somebody saw it well that's funny because what happens is like for me at least and I think I said this on like the podcast god knows when but the idea of performing well like to me other people might do it differently but like for the most part I have to not think for it to work. Exactly. Yeah. So if I, the second I think more than just like, oh, what move is next? Like, that's it. I can't do like, I can't think beyond that. I can't think behind that. It's like quite literally you have to be in the moment. And that is like the piece that it's like, like music, like listening to music. It's like you, you're not anywhere else. And that's the blissful part. Right. Yeah beyond self, beyond mind, beyond thought. Yeah. That's what I saw in that picture was like, there's joy being expressed from not being 
governed by anything other than something bigger, beautiful outside of you. It's uh, that's that's right, and that's freaking in your face. <laughs> it's so amazing. It was really fun. I was like trying to recruit girls like to do other dances. Like my boss said that if I got six people, we could do other styles of dance. So I'm trying to like recruit girls to like do jazz or like ballet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we'll see you, if you, I can you, find enough people. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. You're <laughs> going to do it. Cause that's the thing. Like I mean, I can't, I mean, I, I, I probably can dance. I never, ever pursued it at all. Like I never, you definitely can. I can, right. Just like, I think everybody can sing. Well, I mean, not necessarily. I think everybody can sing and I think everybody can dance, but not everybody's a great dancer or, or has practiced or whatever. But no. if you said, I'm trying to get other dance going, cause it's my, it fills me up. It lights my freaking fire man I love it I'll be like dude I'm gonna do it like who cares like I'm just, I'll come I'll do it yeah well I think I have like three people already um but some of the women are like no like no like I'm not flexible enough or I'm not this or I'm not that I'm like come on if you can learn tap like some of these women went from never dancing before to like joining a tap class and performing and I'm like yeah, yeah. I'm like, if you can do that, I mean, come on. <laughs> you can do this. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. You're going to do it. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I'm on excited. it. I'm so excited for you, Alicia. Congratulations. Thank you. Super cool. <laughs> super, super cool. It was I just fun. felt like our raw doggies needed to hear about that because it's like, you know, we talk about life is sweet and can always be celebrated. And, and, and I don't know, maybe I'm maybe I'm not remembering everything properly, but I think we go to like the things that are tough to celebrate. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This is something that's like beautiful and fun and easy to celebrate. Right. And there's that element in there where it's like intimidating for you in some way. So it's like, it's even that much more celebratory because you overcame something in you to make that possible for you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard to talk about. (laughs) Like, I'm like, I'm like wildly uncomfortable that we're still talking about this, but that's okay. (laughs) When are we going to change topics? Please God. (laughs) No, no, you transcended physical reality. That's a fucking (laughs) cool ass thing to do. (laughs) Well, thank you for asking. Uh, so cool. Your little cheeks are blushing. So I cute. know they are. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I knew wow. if I told you I wanted to talk about that before the podcast, it would have been <laughs> different. <laughs> Yay. It's okay. So yeah, so raw doggies look forward to our social media. I'm going to post this picture of Alicia <laughs> and I'm going to post it next to a picture of Alicia having fun. And you're going to see that there's a different kind of fun <laughs> coming out of our girlfriend, Alicia. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so now what are we talking about? I don't know. I feel like we need it. Oh, wait, no, I know what. What? So 
we need to talk about the boys podcast. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 So let me first say my piece on this. Okay. And then let's go into it. So um, productive learning is doing a super cool thing in my opinion, where we are um, starting to host different podcasts. So there's always been the conscious girls drink champagne. We've inspired an entire, um, I don't know, new wave in productive learning where they're going to start a bunch of different podcasts. One being a conscious couple's guide to. So my husband, Lyndon and I are going to be, well, we have been recording, but we'll be releasing these podcasts and it's us processing ourselves in our relationship, which I have to say is so good. So, so this last week, just like, okay, now I'm going to hyperlink a little bit, but this last week, Lyndon was not my favorite person. You don't Fuck say that guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, I was like, uh-uh, do not. I don't even, I don't even want to be in the same room as you. Ugh. You know, like I just did not like him. And then we had to record this podcast. So I was like, perfect. I've got lots of issues. <laughs> but the fucking worst part about that is that I know that every complaint I have about him is really about me, you know, in some way. Like uh-huh. it has something to do with me. And so anyway, so he, I was telling him, I said, look, I'm just gonna go through the list. I really just want to blame you and talk about how terrible you are. And, and he was like, okay, tell me. And so I just went through this whole list of like you're overbearing, you're controlling, you're the like I just kept going on and on and on. And he goes, Okay. He said, Well, can you put your trainer hot on and process me? about how I feel about all the stuff you just said. And I was like, oh, yeah. Lord have mercy. So we start to go into that conversation. And it was so funny because he's talking about his reaction to hearing me complain about him. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so funny because I could feel I'm still upset with him. Like, I don't want to help him. I I'm mad at you. Like, I don't like you. Right. Mm-hmm. But you just asked me to be a trainer and I agreed to that. Yeah. So I'm going to put my hurt aside and let my hurt self know that like, I'll address you later, you know, like, don't worry, you're not going to get forgotten. I see you. Right. And I'm going to listen to this guy and I have to take out my projection, like my hurt self projection of like, what a whiny brat he's being, (laughs) you know what I mean? And so, and, and, and so like, and then I could put all that aside and then listen to him from a generous place inside of me and coach our listeners on how to do that in their relationship. Right, right, right. Yeah, no problem. All right, this- like, and so it was. It was a really. It was just like it was fun, right? Like to like where you dance and feel that kind of joy in yourself and lose the thinking mind and go to some other place. That's what it felt like for me. Really? Yeah. That I kind of go into this other place where I'm nowhere at all, but I'm like touching down into all these other places, and I can like go. I can talk to the like I could talk to the audience and I can talk to Lyndon and I can talk to myself and I could talk to whatever else is pre- like, and it's like, and so there's this, like, there's like, there is no Cassie. I'm not like holding a body anymore. I'm like traveling through space and time and having different conversations and all these different places. And it's like, ah, like, I just felt so great. So anyway, so uh, I can't wait to listen. When are you guys launching that? You know, we don't have an Alicia, so we don't know how to put podcasts. Oh my goodness. Probably really easy, but it's not as easy as you think. Anyway, so we're going to put it up. I don't know if that's actually true. I'm not sure. Maybe Lyndon has a master plan, but anyway, uh-huh. so that will be coming up. A conscious couple's guide to. Um, there's also 
conscious, a conscious achievers guide to achieving more. Oh, nice. Yeah. So Mark is going to be leading that with Michelle and, um, is Michelle uh, and, wife or who's Michelle? No, Michelle is one of our new uh, employees. Oh, okay. I saw that she's email from her, but I didn't know who she was. Yeah, she's a coach. She's really great. And they are both super into achieving and success, but they're looking at it from the standpoint of holistic success. So like not focused on any one particular thing, but making sure that you are, you are keeping yourself healthy, keeping you know, keeping yourself on track in a whole bunch of different ways, defining success in your terms, not like what society might deem as successful or whatever, but there, there's like all different kinds of success anyway. So they're going to be like diving into all that stuff, which should be really interesting. That's cool. Yeah. And then there's conscious guys get laid more. <laughs> dot, 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 eventually. <laughs> dot, 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 eventually. Right. Um, and uh, this is my husband, Lyndon, and our um, gem of a human being, dear family member, Andy Shouse. And they are doing a podcast. And it's really cool, actually. They're doing it on, um, on what it is to be a conscious man. Mm, it's really good, too. I don't want to say right? <laughs> I know. And Alicia and I, not like... I think it was the last time we talked was um, we were kind of in the game of like throwing some shade on the guys, you know, like yeah. making it a little bit of a healthy competition and like, you know, playing with all of that. And I took it way too far. And I was like, I don't even listen to them. They're not even good. Blah, 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 blah. And it sounded really real. <laughs> and the truth is, is that I haven't listened to them. Not that I don't, or I won't, or I can't or whatever, but like, I just haven't, I don't actually know how good their podcast is. Um, but I have heard snippets of it and, um, and, and they're great. Like they're doing a really great job of talking about how to be tough and tender and authoritative and manly and sensitive and all the things that I, I believe, um, men could use, like, how do you be a sensitive man in this world? You know? Um, and so they're doing a really good service there and they had an amazing guest on their podcast recently, the very, very best they had Alicia on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. My, the lesson I'm taking away from this is if you bitch enough, what you want will happen. (laughs) I can't tell you how many emails I sent, like great podcast like this. I didn't like that. When are you bitches having me on? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. And then they finally had you on. Yeah. And what did you guys talk about? Like, what is there, is there anything that you want to share with the raw dog? Yeah. I think, I think the really cool thing was, um, we had a really great conversation conversation around conversation (laughs) about being from the south no about (laughs) women and we went on this kind of like squirrel rabbit hole about like the women's group that I started at my work and like what it means to me and like how being a woman or um identifying as a woman 
translates into the stereotypes because the conversation was at times esoteric and like theoretical, but then also personal because it was like, so like they, in in an earlier podcast, they had this conversation around like, I, I might screw it up, but the idea that like gender is on a spectrum now, like not now, yeah. I mean, the idea. It, it always has been, but it always like has been talking about it. Yeah. The modern world is now coming to terms with that and what it means and definitions and all that stuff. So like they've talked about that in context of like for the Olympics, because there was these ideas around like certain people identifying as certain genders wanting to compete in certain sports. And then the, the context or the, the question was posed around, you know, the idea that like physically women tend to have different set of makeup, like genetically, right? Just like facts of our muscle composition and our bone strength density or whatever, like things like that, that make yeah. it like more difficult or in some cases, um, in terms of like strength and stamina and all that stuff, like, you know, we are, our muscle fibers are longer. We have that going for us. We have that going for us. We have long, so we get to have nice, long, lean muscles, but we don't have quick action, fast muscles. Like totally. And so there's not, I'm not saying that like being like a negative thing to be a woman, but like pound for pound, whatever it is, like there are challenges typically of being the smaller, gender but anyway so they had that conversation and talked about all that but what ended up talking we ended up talking about a lot of things but one of the things was like the idea of physical safety and like that just should not oh huh that's so interesting I didn't know that you ever thought about that Alicia I know I know and it was funny because what I really I know. I never because when do you not talk about physical safety? I know it's like (laughs) gracious. But so what I really appreciated about like to what you're saying in their idea of what it means to be a conscious man and how to navigate that, like they were genuinely curious about like, well, what is that like for you? And like Lyndon was going down this path of like, well, yeah, like what it basically around the idea of like, what's the difference between like, yeah, like just knowing that it's not a good idea to walk down a dark alley and having like a reasonable amount of fear around that versus like feeling that way because you're a woman or whatever. And I was like, yeah, but it doesn't necessarily like you use that example because that's what is scary to you. Like for me, like, and I venture to guess a lot of women, it's not just the dark alley. It's, you know, choosing which grocery store to go to and where to park and when to take out the trash and like every little decision, like probably 50 or more times a day comes up and we take that into account. And he was kind of like, Whoa. And Andy's like, I literally never think about like when I should take out my trash other than like, maybe I just don't want to be annoying to my neighbors. And I'm like, yeah, because you're not scared all the time. (laughs) Right. So it was a really wonderful conversation. And I can't remember which one of them asked, but maybe it was Lyndon or I don't know. Asked like, well, as a man, like, what can we do? And I was like, actually quite, I had to pause because I was like, nobody has asked me that before in that way. Oh, yeah. And I was like, Wow. wow. And I came up with some stuff, but I was like, I'm going to have to think about that because like, have you ever asked, 
Hey, you know what? How can I make you feel more safe today? It's like, nope. <laughs> like, although I didn't, I've thought about it later and something was really cute. So my boyfriend knows I'm like a safety freak and whatever. Oh, your boyfriend. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know he's adorable. So anyways, I, he mm-hmm. knows I'm like obsessed with safety. So I've been having these really scary dreams where I'm like afraid and all this stuff. And like, you know, what else is new, but he's like, well, what if like, it's like, I know, like you kind of switch up your sleeping habits. Cause I sometimes I have the windows open. Sometimes I've been changing which doors are open, whatever, all these things inside the house. Anyways. And he's like, why don't you do like a safety walk where like, you make sure all the doors are locked you make sure all your windows are closed. And like, so that way you can tell your like unconscious brain that like, it's safe to go to bed. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a great idea. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's really cute. And I didn't think of that in the moment, but I thought about it later. I could have said that on the podcast, but Anyways, wait, wait. Oh, okay. So that men can tell you like, that's how men could keep, could have you feel safe. Well, no, but like, like Andy asked or Lyndon asked something like, how could we as men like help out? And I said, well, like you can ask the women in your lives, you know, like what they might want or, you know, everyone's different. I have a girlfriend who doesn't lock her doors. So, and I know you are not Mm. the... (laughs) favorite of that but I think that I don't I don't know why I feel safe in the world I just do or I don't care I don't know I'm not sure I'll have to look at that but and that's the thing like everyone's different so I didn't want to try like all girls are just afraid all the time but right right right. um for me and I was like you can also ask your people like you know like um but I had other ideas but yeah so I just appreciated the question yeah yeah, it's a great question. It's so sweet. And it's a, it's, um, it is a person by person answer, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause there's so many things that I think would scare people that I don't feel scared by for whatever reason. I don't know why, you know, like yeah. I was attacked, you know, that, mm-hmm. that right. I was attacked and, um, um, I was walking down a dark street, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I did not feel afraid. Even as I looked this guy in the eye, I didn't feel afraid. And then when he jumped on me and pushed me against the fence, I still wasn't afraid of him. He had a dog that jumped up on me and I thought was going to bite me. And I was afraid of that. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. I do not know. I don't know. I can't tell you, but, um, but, I think that the conversation is necessary. Like, I think it's so good for men and women to talk about that. Like all like um, um, uh, whether you're in an intimate relationship or not, you know what I mean? Like, could you imagine that you're at work and you guys are just talking and like, you're about to walk out to your car and your coworkers like, Hey, do you ever feel afraid walking out to your car? Is there anything I could do to make you feel sick? Would you like me to walk out there with you? Like, that would that blow you? That was example I gave. Was it? Yeah, like maybe offer to walk your friends to their cars. And they can say no, but right. they might say yes. Right. That's interesting. That came up for you too. Totally. Well, I'm just thinking of like easy ways. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Super fascinating, but I just love that the conversation's happening. And I think that that's where, like, again, I think that the conscious guys get laid more, like 
hell yeah. Any guy who brings that up to me, no, not any guy I'm married, get out of here. Alicia, stop talking to me like that. But, um, <laughs> but like, you know, like if a guy, you know, if, if a guy was, was, was really in tune with that and asking me about that, like that would mean a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, that guy's gonna get laid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got thinking about by somebody, not me. Because <laughs> I thought about that. Like I, I talked about this in the podcast. But like you guys should still listen. This is not the whole conversation. Um, but like the idea yeah. of like dating and how like it even plays into like you know where people suggest like if guys like hey why don't you meet me here and it's like uh no like not going to meet you where like you know, some guys are like, um, usually for me, it wasn't really like that on first dates, but you hear about people who are like asking people to their houses on the first date. I'm like, are you out of your mind? Absolutely not. Like, who do you think? No I am? No and way. like, obviously they're in their world. They're not thinking that like safety is on our mind. They're just like, Ooh, right. I know what I want, you know, Right, or whatever, right? Like, I don't know, but yeah, I, I hear you. I yeah, hear you. so it's like if you mind. wanted to make a woman feel more comfortable, there's like little things that you could do that like honor that. And I don't know, that would be cool. Yeah, it would be. And it's just an interesting, um, uh, like the thought that it's bringing up for me right now is where like, and I'm trying to think about it from the female's side, like, what do I assume about Lyndon, you know, and maybe not necessarily his safety, but like, like, because, because like, like, and I think it was, you said, Andy said, well, I don't, I don't ever think about when to take out my trash other than I don't want to annoy, annoy my neighbors. Not about like, is it safe for me or whatever? Like, that's just not something that crosses my mind. Yeah. So because it doesn't cross his mind for him, it's less likely that it would cross his mind to ask a woman about it. Right. Totally. Yeah. And so my, so I'm turning that around on to me and I'm saying, okay, well, what is something that I take for granted to myself right. that I could be having conversations with my spouse about that, you know, my husband or any man in general, you know what I mean? That is a great question. I feel like I, I feel like I'm sure there are things and I was like, oh, maybe did I have thought about this but no when we were having that conversation that kind of light bulb went off where like those certain little things that like are so um just normal part of our everyday life don't even think to question is like news to them so most of them right. they're like no idea and I'm like oh my God, I just like threw out random examples. If I really thought about it, they would probably be very blown away. Like, remember that, that CD thing you sent me? Remember? What is it? The CD? Like the lady who studied um, men and then it ended up being like men and women. And then she did those seminars. And oh, I sent those to you. I've been looking for those. I have them. Yeah. I have them. yeah. Yes. Yes. This is, it's, it's a, it's a CD series from, uh, a workshop organization called PAX and, um, uh, Allison. Oh yeah. 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 Something. Yeah. Allison something. Dang. Now I don't remember her name, but anyway, um, she realized that men were assuming male qualities onto their women and women were assuming female qualities onto their men. And there was a lot of disconnect there in yeah. terms of 
how they're relating to each other, connecting with each other, communicating with each other, um, and why they get disappointed in each other. She said, if you didn't expect your man to be a hairy woman, you know, and, and men, if you didn't expect your wives or your women to be less hairy men, like you guys would be having a conversation with a, like men would be having conversations with women and women would be having conversations with men, which isn't happening in her opinion. And there was a lot of stuff that came from that CD series. I thought was really, really unique. I'd love to listen to it again. If you still have it, I don't know if you do. I can't remember. I do. It's in my truck. Cause like, I remember, um, a part in that where she's going like right. It was like men and women in the audience. And it was something like raise your hand if like if you felt scared or afraid and, like, oh yeah or something and right. then like she backed it up into like the last week to the last day to the last hour and like pretty much every woman had their hand up for the entire time and the men were sitting there like what what blown minds blown and right. we're like yeah but they, they didn't know that and we thought they knew that right That's right right Right. And so that's where I'm curious, like, what do I think Lyndon knows? Yeah. Like, and there would be no way, but actually now that I'm saying this out loud, that's the conversation. Like, is there anything that I am hard on you about or completely blind to that, you know, like I might just be assuming something onto you that you've noticed or whatever, you know what I mean? Like just to like, have the, the exploration conversation. Totally. You know? I think that'd be that really be interesting. Cause okay, so in my love of reality TV show, um Love Island is back on. Thank you. Very much. Oh, I thought you were gonna bring up the Bachelorette. I'm so surprised. I know, I'm sorry. I will, I will. But no, Love Island's on and it's another US version. They have all these versions, but anyways. There was this comment because, you know, I always watch it through the psychological lens because it's so much more fun that way. Um, (laughs) So there was this scene where the guy, no, the girls are standing there and then the guys come out and then the guys are like supposed to choose who they want to couple up with. But the girls get to step forward, like if they want to choose the guy and then the guy chooses. Well, in this particular situation, like this, this nobody stepped forward for this guy, which is probably like, you know, ego shot, like <laughs> number one, but it happens all the time. Cause it's like, it's funny. Like the girls rarely step forward, but anyways, she, mm. he like went over to her. Cause he still had to pick someone. So he chose this girl and she said something like, no. And they're like, well, why didn't you step forward for him? And she's like, no, he's fine. Like he looks really nice and everything, but she's got to get some meat on his bones or something like that. Like in her mind, she was being like playful or whatever. And it's like, you never know if that guy has been trying to like build muscle for his entire life and is sitting there like, oh, he thinks like I actually have a hard time gaining weight. And you're sitting here like that would be the equivalent of like a girl, like a guy being like, yeah, but she needs to lose 20. And the girl's like, get out of here. Like, you know what I mean? Or even for some women to say, get some meat on your bones. There are some women who cannot put weight on. Totally. Exactly. All the things. Right. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. wow, you just said that, like, it was totally fine and no one batted an eye. Right. Very interesting. Oh, I love that. Did any, like, 
does anybody comment on that stuff in the show? Because if so, I'd totally watch it. Or are you just noticing it because you're no. super fun unconscious? Sometimes people do. It like depends who's on it. But well, so so my thing is I like to see how it plays out. Like in my head, I'm like, okay, so there's no way this guy is going to like her now because she dug him twice within like 10 minutes of meeting, right? And sure enough, they started talking and he was really sweet to her. And I was like, wait, what? Does he actually like her? Is he into her? And then he went to this place of like, like he complimented her on her hair because she had a buzzed head and was like, that, that's so cool. Like, that's so awesome of you, blah, blah. But then he like immediately friend zoned her and was like, yeah, so if anyone comes in that you want to talk to, like, totally let me know, like all this stuff. And I was like, oh my God, I called it. Like, yeah. <laughs> he immediately was like, nope. Got it. Interesting, okay. right? Yeah, that is interesting. I don't understand the dynamics of the show. I'll have to, I don't know if I'm going to watch it. I already watched Sex Life and I felt like I lost IQ points or something when I watched it. <laughs> you know, this show is not for you because it's every day. I can't even keep up with it. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. If there's like a specific scene, I'll totally go look up a scene, but yeah. No, it's not not really necessary, but it is just like, just because I was farting around today and I wanted something on TV, but normally it's the bachelorette for me that you can really sink your teeth into. Sink your teeth, our bachelorette. Mm. Well, I'm super glad that you were on the Conscious Guys Get Laid More podcast. Um, I am going to listen to it. Yay, I know I to listen to yours for sure. I felt a little uncomfortable like without you there. I was like, (laughs) I want to do us justice. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, you please. You are (laughs) you are conscious girls. You are. And I'm sad that I wasn't there. I definitely um am having a major problem in my life. I want everything at once. Oh that's hard. I want to be a mom to Grace the way I want to be a mom to her. And I also want to leave her all day long. Um, and those two <laughs> things conflict. So <laughs> uh, what do I do? I don't know. I don't know. Get a nanny, right? Yeah. Okay. You get a nanny. I can't. <laughs> Not doing well with that at all. So anyway, so I was invited to be on the podcast, but I am, I'm a, I was in mom mode. I know. I know. I miss you. I feel like there was a like more, I don't know if it was because you were gone or what, but I do feel like I was less jokey than normal. I was like, yeah, I was like more serious. I don't know what that was about. Oh, whoa. You know what? I have to say, I feel like you have been a little bit more serious in the last couple of episodes. Really? Yeah. Just in general. Interesting. Do you feel that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I don't know if I consciously thought about it, but I feel like, did that come up in the podcast or what was I talking about? Like, cause I used to, oh yeah, it does. Because I talked about how, like I, when it comes to like having a firm opinion on something I really care about, I usually yeah. just turn around it and make jokes could try to avoid the conversation. <laughs> yeah. 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 So doing that. No, I know. And I think that's part of this women's group because 
very passionate about it. And in order for it to work, I can't half-ass it. Like I can make jokes and I'd be silly from time to time, but it requires this level of like seriousness and intention that like, at least for me, I feel like I have to be present and aware of to do, you know? <gasps> wow. <laughs> That's a big deal. You know, and I, f- I posted it on LinkedIn the other day too, that I, that like I formally announced that we launched it and I put it on our website and I was like, you know what? No one said I could do this, but poo-poo you. <laughs> Doing it. Yeah, because okay, you know so I have a yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I'm like all over the place. But what ended up happening? So I had this idea in like December, pitched it to HR, they approved it after like we came up with like a mission, vision, whatever. And then yeah. February at launch. HR loves that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, they do. (laughs) So we've had six meetings and just Friday, the day of our sixth meeting, we do monthly meetings. They sent out a company-wide email talking about gauging people's interest to start other employee resource groups on other topics, similar to what Allworth Women did, whether it be LGBTQ+, um, you know, African-American, Asian, all these different groups that like, and they asked everyone in the company if they'd be curious in participating or if they want to lead it or if they want to join as an ally and all this stuff. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. I know. And I was like, and they highlighted your group. They did. Yeah. I was like, dang, this is so cool. Oh, that's super cool. I was really stoked. You are winning life right now. Do you feel it? Yeah. Yay. It does feel, I feel like a lot of like tension right now talking about it, but yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I kind of felt it when you said, yeah, but I also felt the certainty in your, yeah. Yeah. Cause I have that, like, I have the propensity to think that like, in the past, when like life gets really good, I get fearful of something bad happening. Like, yeah, that's what I would play in the past. But now I'm like really challenging that idea. Yeah. Like if something bad happens, you'll handle it. You've handled yeah. it. Yeah. Whatever. Something bad will probably happen eventually. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Totally. I'll deal. Amazing. Okay. So here's my question. What is it? So I'm just reflecting on how funny, how funny I think you are. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. And my thought was, oh my God, was she that funny because she was that uncomfortable? Oh, probably. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, and like, cause how often you were funny. Cause of course you're funny. You know what I mean? Like you don't lose being funny. Yeah. How often you were funny like wow was that because she was that uncomfortable or or are you feeling like you need to be more serious now for this like new persona or whatever and you're kind of leaving that behind you know what I'm saying yeah or is there something else I don't know those were the two things that crossed my mind uh I think there is an evolution going on um, 
And I don't know how this fits in, but something else that's been in my mind where we're really rabbit holing, but that's fine, is like, there is this other part of Alicia that's like this, like, fun, outgoing, like parties, life of the party, whatever girl. And like, she exists and she's there and I love her. But what I've been realizing lately is that like, especially when it comes to like my friendships, where that was like the center of our relationship I'm like disassociating myself with that girl or that part of myself that's yeah not like super I don't necessarily identify with that girl anymore like as much as I used to you know what I mean yeah where it was like I think not that she's like, you talk about like parts of yourself dying. Like, I don't think she's dying necessarily like to be gone forever. Like she's right, right, right. No, she's transforming. That's where, that's where my curiosity is. It's like, what's, what is that fun party girl laughing center of attention, but like in a, in a gregarious way, like mm-hmm. in like, we're all having fun kind of a way or whatever, like mm-hmm. where is she as the founder of this woman's group? in this professional setting well yeah because as that person and like in the group I still am like playful and funny and whatever mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, during mm-hmm. it but there are serious topics that we talk about so like I, I put I have to like know when it's appropriate and when it's not and so a lot of what people said that they really loved about the group was the social element so on Friday right. I I hosted a social event. So it was like, there really was no like topic at hand that we had to discuss or anything. It was just right. to be fun. So I got to be completely silly and I really was ridiculous, but that's fine. Um, but we did have some okay, good, good too. So like, it's like, she still exists, but like, it's interesting. Like, I, I feel like um, she's not at the forefront anymore. Yeah. And I definitely still in meetings. I like still crack wise a lot it's just I don't want that to be the only element of my being you know sure 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 totally yeah because it's not the only element of your being but it was it was more in my opinion I don't know it has been more at the front than it feels right now now it more feels like depending on the context Yeah. And I think also what I'm thinking about when you're asking me these questions is like, I think I used to worry a lot more about like, if people would be entertained when they listen to this. Oh yeah. 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 So like to really turn it up and like do snails exist in that whole conversation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) Referencing Theo Vaughn. Yeah. I love like our dynamic of like, we can be serious, but also silly and like all that. But at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more to the point of like, you know what? If you're bored, yeah. turn it off. I don't know. Whatever. Turn it off. <laughs> turn it off. Turn it off. Press fast forward. If you don't like, like, if you don't like my lyrics, you can press fast forward. Yeah. Name that artist. Oh, Name that artist. What? Ha, ha, sing it in the right way. If you don't like my lyrics, you can press fast forward. Oh, Is it like Fergie or something? Damn it. Who is it? No. I can't say the other lyrics because it's real explicit. 
<laughs> hey, I put that E on this, so it's fine. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's like, um, fuck all y'all critics. You can kiss my asshole. If you don't like my lyrics, you can press fast forward. <laughs> that was so worth it. <laughs> and they still don't know. They it. don't play. They don't play my hits. So. <laughs> Dude, who is it? It's Jay-Z. Oh. Got nine problems, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me. Oh my God. Yeah. I only know the chorus and that one clearly. <laughs> I know that whole song. I could rap that whole song. Damn. I love JC. Wow. 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 I was never a huge JC person, but I do respect. I respect. Oh my gosh. 99 Problems in particular is such like talk about since we're just like riffing here, talk about something I've never had to worry about. There's a whole, um, like whatever verse in that song about getting pulled over by the cops. Cause I was doing 55 and a 54. <laughs> are you carrying a weapon sir? I know a lot of you are, you know what I mean? And he's like talking about how he's talking about how he's racially profiled by the cops and getting pulled over because he's black. Cause I'm young and, my bl- and I'm black in my hat to throw low. Do I look like a man register? I don't know. Like, and it's so, I've never thought about that ever. I've never got pulled over and thought, oh man, they're going to give me a hard time. Yeah. Knock on wood. I've never been pulled over, but <gasps> I know. Um, oh my God. You're so good. Thank you. But I have thought of that in the opposite way because like I am acutely aware of my whiteness and there'll be times where I'm like, wow, like I feel like if I didn't look like I look like people would be suspicious of me right now, like doing certain things in like a store or whatever. I'm like, Wow, I'm, I would be considered like kind of sketchy if someone's like, what's that girl doing? You know what I mean? But since I look like I look, they're like, ah, whatever. Little white girl, she's fine. <laughs> you know? And that crap. What were you doing, by the way? I'm so I don't curious. Know. Like, what? <laughs> I think about it. Like, you know, like, I don't know. Like, oh, I know. So, like, back when I would walk to the grocery store a bunch, like, I would bring my little, like, cloth bag or whatever. And while I'm walking around the store, I'm like putting the things in the cloth bag and before I check out. And I remember thinking like, wow, if I was like, not me, people would probably think I'm trying to steal shit, but it's just like, oh, she'll probably pay. (laughs) Right. Right. right, right. I can steal this. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. I want to walk out the door and come back next week and do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Especially at that grocery store, like people stole all the time. So I know they're constantly watching everyone. I'm like, right. no one ever came up to me like, excuse me, ma'am, what's in your bag? You can't put your items in there. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It's just, so here's, here is what I'm hearing is the, the theme in our podcast. It's twofold, but I'm going to go with the latter. Um, where are we taking our experience for granted and not understanding what it's like for somebody else? And like, fill in the blank, right? And to get curious about that, to get curious about, hey, what's this like for you, 
right? I find myself asking that a lot when somebody says, um, uh, like, oh, it was so fun. Like, how? How was it fun? What about it was fun? What did you enjoy about it? Like, because you say fun and I have a picture of my version of fun, but I want to know what your version of fun is. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take that for granted, right? Now that's something I know. Like I was just talking with somebody who lost their father and I've lost people in my life, but I'm not lost my dad. And I'm not lost my dad who's been, you know, leader of a community like this person and you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. And so it was like, I don't know what that's like. What's that like? Tell me, Mm -hmm. right? And what a gift to give somebody to hear how they experience something that is uniquely theirs. You know, I know I feel that way when somebody asks me, like I was just talking to this woman last night who was asking me about um, miscarriage Mm -hmm. and she's had miscarriage and she was asking me about my miscarriage because she knew that it was different and she, because it's, because it's mine and she had hers and we know that no two are the same. And so here we are having this really honest conversation at a pool party, you know what I mean? And it was like such a gift to have a real conversation about what it really felt like for me versus her. It was very different and similar and all the things, right? Mm -hmm. But what a gift to not take the experience of somebody else for granted in whatever way that happens. Yeah. And so that's the, that's what I'm walking away from this podcast with is like, where can I start to have those how do you experience that? Or what is that like for you? Or, you know, because I don't experience it that way. Is there anything that I could do that would be of service to you in that situation? You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, what connection and intimacy could be facilitated? I like this. I wonder if we- I'm into it. Either like, if we go on Conscious Guys- together or when you go on I think that would be really interesting to have that combo with the boy let's do it yeah let's get you back on let's go I got a I conscious guy it- sitting on a couch over here I go ask <laughs> <laughs> just get sitting on a couch.com just sitting over here on the couch anyway yeah yeah go ahead yeah no I think I think that would be awesome and I think they they would have me back <laughs> of course they go, would i want to go with you i want to go with you let's do it okay let's do it we've we have we now have our pitch to get on too yeah right? like we're bringing the topic totally. and the fun and the sexiness like if you guys really want to get laid more you're gonna have to bring some sexiness on your show it's us yeah by the way the last so they haven't posted my episode yet so i don't know when oh oh, oh but oh. the last episode before this i think it was episode 15 or 14 i could look it up it's 14, really yeah. good Ooh. like andy has oh oh i have to say something really quick sorry i also remembered why i was throwing shade on the conscious guys what um because the only parts of the podcast that I have heard are where Lyndon talks about me and I get nervous. Oh, for sure. I think that's I another reason. That's another reason why I haven't listened to it, I think. I get oh, 100%. Shy. I, I would be shy. the same way of you. Really? Okay. Yeah. So like, I got to just bite the bullet and go for it because I want to hear it. I want to hear what he thinks. 
Yeah. No? I mean, he doesn't say anything. I don't think you would be like, oh, but I, I just would have that same feeling in general. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But also yeah. he's been dealing with you talking about him on this one for on this podcast for like five years. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So like, okay. Like my turn. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. You were going to say something about the last podcast before you were on. Oh, I was going to say about- theirs is episode 14 where they talk about toxic people and like the idea of cutting toxic people out and like what it could look like like if that wasn't a thing in the way that it was and they go into personal examples of how they cut toxic people out but maybe they would have done it differently or whatever and then Andy at the end is just firing off some really great questions and I was like oh this is so good <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I don't know why I'm pumping their tires so much but when I really well, because it sounds like it's really good I mean it spoke to you. It did. And that's what a good podcast does, right? I mean, that's what I always hope that we're doing for our raw doggies is that we are, we are delivering content in a way that serves the heart and soul of the raw doggy. You know what I mean? That like does something for them that touches them in some way that has them look at themselves and either think something like I'm not alone or, Ooh, I've never thought about that for myself. And now I'm like connecting to a part of me I've not experienced before, you know, like that's the joy of this. Yeah. That's what I love. I mean, and then I also get super jacked on the idea of people going out in the world and saying, Hey, I don't want to take my life for granted. I want to feel impacted by the world. Let me talk to you about what you mean when you say dot, 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 you know what I mean? Or what your version of happiness is, or, you know, like when you feel in flow, right. Like, or I get all twisted about inviting people to my recital, but you don't. Why? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Why not? I want to know. Like, see, there's just, that theme is running through this conversation, man. I do love that theme. And I'm going to think about that more because I think in, at the base of all of that, if we can live with that curiosity, then then so much more becomes possible because you're realizing that the people are thinking about like they're coming to the conversation with their thoughts and they're in their mind, like their own insecurities or whatever. And they, you know, I don't know. I just think about like, sometimes if like with senior level executives, for example, my brain goes to where it's like, I've always been kind of in the camp of like, they're just people. And like a lot of people get very like intimidated and like, for whatever reason, I don't for the most part. And I think that that over really well, because I can just talk to them like they're people, but you know, I think that like when, when we get wrapped up and like what we think the other person is and who they are and we show up in a different way that can really limit ourselves, but it's all made up anyways. All made up people really stupid making everything up. So there's a couple places I believe that we can cut it out. We don't have to make it up. We don't have to work that hard. We're making up a lot of shit. We don't have to keep making up what somebody means when they say whatever it is that they say that we make up it means. <laughs> yes. If you can follow that. <laughs> it's like that friend's you know? episode. Uh, th- they know that we know that we, they know that whatever that was. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? Yeah, exactly. Like, but the... The, the truth is, is that they don't know and I don't know. So we should talk about it. 
Yeah. That's a fun game. That's a fun game. I think it's a fun game. Like to really challenge myself to look at what I might take for granted in my experience or what I might take for granted in somebody else's experience that, that that's been heavy on my mind these days. Wow. This is like really coming full circle. Wow. Okay. So quick story before we wrap up. Okay. Um, I had a, an experience with a friend recently where I was really surprised by something like, how do I explain it without like going into too much detail because this isn't mine to share. It's really like, um, I thought I knew someone and then I didn't Hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Like they did something or said something or whatever that I was like, wow, wait a second. Like the person that I know wouldn't do that or say that. You know what I mean? And it wasn't a bad thing. It was just a, whoa, that doesn't fit with the picture I had of you. Mm. And it made me question the picture that I had and how I came to that picture. Mm. Right. And, and where, and then like to think about like where I might have missed caring for this person, supporting this person, you know what I mean? Because I had a picture in my mind of what that meant when they said something. And then later when they told the whole story, I'm like, oh my God, I had explained away so much of what you'd shared with me. I did not think all of this was happening. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I guess this has been way more on my mind than I realized. I didn't even really connect to those things until just now. But like for weeks, I've been thinking about where do I assume so much on what somebody's saying that I could really miss like meeting a good friend of mine you know what I mean like I have this feeling like holy fuck I've known you for so long we've never even met until just now hmm I'm really dying to know who this is but yeah I think that um you're you're totally right and that's making me think about some of my friendships right now anyways but that's a story for another time yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is like our question to the raw dog using, this is how we're going to wrap up the show. I think, you know, is what am I taking for granted in myself or in others? And how can I explore that a little bit more so that I can have the world impact me? So I'm not living in some script I've predetermined. Yeah. You know, where I can connect, I could have more connection with the people around me. Like to have a man come to me and say, Hey, it occurred to me that you might not feel safe. Like, how do you not feel safe? And where do you not feel safe? And could I be a support for you? Like, holy fuck, could you imagine? Yeah. Right. Or like, Oh, Oh, Hey friend, you were just talking about something. And I thought you meant this one thing, but maybe you mean more. Could you tell me more about that? Like, let me get to know the people that are in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm. when you said miscarriage the picture of my miscarriage came to my mind but what was yours like <sighs> my god my brain is spinning <laughs> in like a good way this is so good because I I think that like part of what I love about this podcast in you is like it kind of brings me back to like my core values and like who I want to be in the world, yeah. you know, 
Because it's easy yeah. to ignore those things from time to time. <laughs> of course. I mean, we get busy. We got things to do. Like, shit, I got a job, man. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, I'll sort that out later. And in the meantime, like, you know, I don't know. Maybe we'll have this as a next podcast. But some of my friendships I've been transitioning relatively consciously, semi-unconsciously. So probably some. Yeah, yeah something there to look at that I want to make sure I do it in like a very conscious way. <laughs> right. I mean, shit, if I can help it. Yeah. You know, this, this actually, this question came up on the productive learning Facebook page. Somebody was saying, you know, uh, that was asking about what it means to love somebody unconditionally mm. and have boundaries. Like, Oh, also I don't like how you talk about people. Mm. And I don't want to hang around somebody who talks about people like that. Mm. So how do I love somebody can unconditionally and not be okay with that? Totally. Like what did it, right? Like what an interesting question. Mm-hmm. And who would I be if I love that person unconditionally and can, t- and loved myself unconditionally, meaning that I kept my boundaries and said, those kinds of conversations don't work for me. And I love you. So what are we going to do? Totally. Oh my God. That's amazing. I love this. I love this. Can we remember that for our next podcast? 100%. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. I mean, I I really want to talk about that more. I want to talk about that more because I wrote my response to that. And then the person wrote their response and I was like, Jesus. So like, like, it'd be great to talk about that. I'd love to come back to that one. I love it. Also, I just really want to like share the fact that Cassie's been adoring, adorably lean, adorably been meal prepping all episode. It's like, so if you hear like her little, I was going to say scissor, what is it? Your little knife she's cutting. It's so cute. She's like the cutest yeah. meal prepper. <laughs> you guys, it's a whole new world. My daughter. Yeah. I just said those words. Um, she started eating solid foods. Yay! So I have to chop up apples into like little pieces, and then I have to steam them, and I gotta do all this shit so that she can actually eat these things. Oh my god! Okay, now it makes sense. I was like, normally Cassie just bites the apples. I don't know what she's doing over there. (laughs) Oh, I'm cutting up. I'm cutting up apples. I'm skinning them because she doesn't want her choke. I mean, like it's a weird world. Oh my god, that's the cutest thing I've ever heard. So mama Cass. <laughs> so far, she eats apples and avocado and sweet potato. Of course she does. Just like her mom. <laughs> she eats what I eat. That's Except so I just bite the damn apple and she has to have it all in little pieces and steamed because she's a little bougie baby. Oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I've been doing over here. That's so, so weird. What a weird, not who I thought I was. I love it. Cause I remember one of our podcasts before Grace came and you were talking about how you didn't know what kind of mom you were going to be like, who was going to show up. And it's really fun to watch. I still don't know who's going to show up because it's been seven months and I'm like, who am I going to have to be tomorrow when she starts walking? Cause who I became when she started crawling is different. 
than who she was when she just learned how to roll over. It's oh. crazy. Seven months. <sighs> it's such a cliche thing to say. I'm not even going to say it anymore. But it all happened so fast. So big. Oh my god, you, okay, you just reminded that's me of like the daily Tay. Do you follow her still? Oh yeah. Oh, she is my favorite. Freaking love her. Okay, okay. Since you brought her up, she and I and her grandmother, I just found out, have the same birthday. We're all May 16th. What? Her grandmother's her grandmother's name is Grace. Oh my god. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I'm just like listening to her and it's like, this is weird. This is and weird. Isn't the baby, whatever the baby's name is, close to age to Grace? Yeah, they're like a month apart. Yeah. Not even. They might be like two weeks apart. It's crazy. Because every time I see Videos her, were in November. I think of you when I see her stuff because I feel like. <laughs> oh my God. She just did this like 10 part series on trying to close a kid tent. So she got this like pop up tent. Dude, my girlfriend and I had that exact same experience. It popped up fine. We're like, oh, this is so great. We're trying to break it down. And I'm like, leave it, leave it. <laughs> she's like, no, we can do it. I'm like, forget it. We're going to be here for years. Like, ah, like this whole thing. And she's and, and so when I watched it, I said it to my girlfriend. I was like, you will not even, oh, she was like, no way. That is absolutely <laughs> on point. That thing, like, let's just burn it. Let's set it on fire. I mean, it's crazy. Oh, good. Yeah, so people, if you're listening, the Daily Tay, she's amazing on Instagram. And so great. She makes me think of Cassie and yeah, the tent saga. It's always really good. I had to kind of like mute her, not mute. I didn't mute her, but I stopped watching for a while because their their puppers had to be put down. Or oh. I don't know if he had to be put down, but it was just too much for me. I'm like, I can't. This is too sad. I can't. I can't. Oh. But now oh. we're back to kind of regular. That's what I love about her, though. She was, oh. she was so raw. Oh yeah. She was so raw about it. She's still raw about it. And I'm like, yeah, girl, I know. Let the world impact you. Feel that feeling. I know. You know? It's crazy. Oh my God. So good. She's good. You guys, everybody follow the daily taste. She's wonderful. Let's have her on the podcast. <gasps> <laughs> okay. She's invited. I'm inviting her. Everyone, I'm gonna invi- I'm gonna invite her in the most creepy way possible. Like you and I have the same birthday. We should podcast together. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not gonna do that. No, that's I think so she creepy. would appreciate that. <laughs> oh my god, that's so creepy. That's the most creepy thing. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'll find a way to invite birthday. her. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to figure out a way to do it. Like, yeah, that would be awesome. So you think it'd be fun? Let's have her on. Let's have her on. Be yeah. Great. Okay. I'm not going to take anything for granted. That's right. Okay, raw doggies. That's a wrap. We wrap it up, raw doggies. <laughs> wrap it up. And Don't be a fool. Um, wrap your tool. <laughs> <laughs> there's that. There's that humor I love so much. <laughs> Oh, don't be a fool. Wrap your tool with conscious girls. Drink champagne. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> That's our new outro. Don't oh. be a fool. Wrap your tool with conscious girls. Drink champagne. Cheers. Oh my God. I yeah. like it. All right. We'll get, we'll get, um, we'll hire a jazz band to do that. <laughs>
呀呀呀呀。Don't be a fool, happy to win. Country, country, can't even do it anymore. Okay, all right, that's it. I'm getting loopy. I love you guys. Love you too. This is so great. Remember, remember to ask questions. Do not take anything for granted. We don't know what somebody means when they say it's fun or it's hard or anything. Just ask, and don't be afraid to share that of yourself with other people. Yeah. When you say it's fun or it's hard or whatever, just let it out. And remember. That life is sweet and can always be celebrated. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye.